All right, to my mic. My microphone was not connected. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kamisha Reviews. I've been talking about this for about a week now. We have a special treat. We have welcome our members in the chat. Um, welcome everybody to the chat. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Welcome YouTube. Um, we have Facebook. A Facebook group is in the building. We also have uh, Twitch and we have Twitter in the building. Welcome everybody and Kamisha Reviews crew. Would y'all get the likes up, please? Members, we have a new emoji. Please. Post that in the chat. I was playing around being creative last night. I don't know. I was up late preparing my questions and all this stuff. And so I started messing around with the membership emoji. So, guys, check out the new membership emoji, please. Okay, guys, look. We have the walkaway queen. Y'all check out her links. I have all of that in the description. I also posted it to the chat. And I know once my mods get in here. Uh-oh. Monique got it. It's the smoke emoji. <laughs> I got the smoke emoji and one more thing I posted and I can't remember, but the smoke emoji is my favorite for a lot of reasons. <laughs> anyway, um, got 13 to check. Like the numbers are going up 16. Y'all make sure y'all hit that like button, please. I don't ask for too much. I don't sit here and beg for super chats. I don't ask for cash apps, even though they are welcome. But all I ask you guys for, please, is to hit that like button and subscribe, okay? That's all I ask you for. And, of course, Facebook, you can't do that, but you could just, you know, do the little like thing, a little love, whatever. I can see it up here on the screen as well. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring up the walkaway queen. We have Miss Tina from Ready to Love Potomac. Oh, the number's going to go quickly. Come on, guys, hit that like button for me as I bring the queen to the stage. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Good afternoon. It's just an like evening almost. Woo. I know it really is. <laughs> yes. All right. Look, I, wait a minute. I got my little red cup. You know how old school that is. <laughs> Listen, I went from tea to wait. I got to be prepared. You know, I'm about to hit that concert tonight. So mm. I'll be a little litty. <laughs> you probably be a little lit once you get done with this. Oh. But um, <laughs> I don't want to say uh, welcome. Welcome and thank you for doing this uh, interview for a lot of reasons. Of course, everyone knows um, I respect it when you guys come on here because I know that I am kind of the um, the rebel, the bad girl, the one that you're not supposed to interview with, et cetera, et cetera. And I appreciate and respect the the, the cast that do come on here, it's, it means a lot to me. So I wanted to it's say that and start out. Real talk. It's all love. It's all love you know. Yes. Okay. So I want to start out with a couple of members who had a question for you. And I will start out with that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. One of the questions were, um, when were you over it? Um, <laughs> seems, this is exactly how they put it, I swear. When were you over it? It seems very clear that you were over the process. Yeah, um, I actually was over it within the first week, to be okay. honest. Wow. Yeah, to be very honest. Um, I think coming initially, I kind of questioned the time frame of it, because when I was bought in, I did not know what was going on. I didn't know anything about blind dates or curveball. Like, even when I was in the process, I still was questioning, like, what is going on? I'm used to mm. 10 and 10. And, you know, from me being a viewer. Um, And so when I okay. got there and I was just like, OK, well, when is when are we done filming and they're like okay well you know it's, you know month and i'm like this isn't realistic to me you know i was mm -hmm. more prepared to get to know someone in two months versus you know three weeks and gotcha. you know three weeks or four weeks and i just knew that it wasn't realistic to me and um you know i did start liking demetrius and so i think that kind of made me be like okay let me just see 
Um, you know, but I just don't think our connection was that strong. And I think that's when I just really started tapping out when I realized that timing while filming was cutting into, you know, my business as well as being with my daughter. Like I can mm. talk about life, but to me, you know, the saying is you can, you pick and choose what you want to be around. And I just felt like my time was better well spent being with my child. Mm, period. And I'm a mama too. So if I had to make a decision, I mean, um, that you know, and people didn't really. I, I, I said this myself. I said, I wonder anybody think about that. That she is a, a, a mother, and her, her her she doesn't have a teenager or you know somebody that's a, uh, a you know like I have college kids where I can whatever. Um, she has a you know, I, I call them babies if they're under ten. So mm-hmm. uh, that's just how I do. And I, to me, I said she has a baby. So we have to understand. And I'll say this all the time: that people come on these shows when their children involved. To me, it changes the game. As mm-hmm. far as being a cast member, mm-hmm. um, another question from the um from my my member that said, "What made the process hard for you?" It seems like you weren't there mentally for the friends date. Um, by that time, I had checked out. Definitely by that time, it was you know I was only filming for two weeks. You know, let me just put that out there. So as you guys see, over a course of me being in four episodes, that's four weeks. But imagine all of that. You're trying to date, having two, three dates in a day, you know, or two dates. And then I'm trying to be a mom and then I am an entrepreneur. So, you know, I'm trying to have to go out and do my products and ship out. And, you know, and it, it really came down to balancing and what was a priority. And I just knew that based off my heart and based off my soul and based off the connections that they weren't going to last long than filming. And I just had to realize, okay, well, there are genuine connections here. And I also took a look at that. And I just wasn't in that, you know, in the process to try to steal anyone's man, to try to prove myself to anybody. It was just like, if if it was a genuine connection and it was going to foresee itself out, then I was there for it. Nobody or no man there was to me putting in the effort, which I don't feel like that's a bad thing. You know, I think they thought I was attractive, but I think it was just so much going on by the time I came in that, it, it, the the love part had kind of went out the window by the time I had got there. I think people were just more focused on making it either A to the end or focusing on the connections that they had. And I think it just left little room for me to really figure out what do I do? And I, I was wasting my time. So you saw red flags as soon as you got there, not to be funny. I mean, you, you, you know, kind of quickly because you, I feel like you got a different way of looking at it because they all had been there and they all mm-hmm. into the feelings or whatever you came in off the roof like i don't know anybody da, da, da. so i just wonder was your perception was it easier for you to see the red flags around you where it's like this is not for me yeah it really was um well one you know you had other cast members trying to like give me the backlog because production wasn't telling me anything so then you have cast members who have been there from day one that are like you know telling me about the drama telling me about the cast members telling me about the gossip so automatically i'm looking like how old are we like it kind of created an environment of high school a little bit and when I was in high school, I wasn't about that life. So now that I'm Period. a grown ass woman, I'm not about that life, especially because that's not what I signed up for. If that's what I wanted to sign up for, I would have went on like Bad Girls Club or, you know, something like something where it was more chaotic. I really signed up just to either find love or to make friends. And unfortunately, in that environment, I was left with either or. What was your expectations going into this, especially what you're saying about it being like it's high school? What just you going in clean? What was your expectations going in? What was you, you know, for yourself? My expectations were based off me seeing the Atlanta and the Houston seasons. And mm, even based okay. off editing, they weren't 
Like DC, DMV were just like, they were to me a total different show compared to what I thought that I had signed myself up compared. And don't get me wrong, I've heard, you know, about stuff that had went on in the other seasons, but even still, it doesn't seem like it compared even remotely to what we went through. Um, and so I, like I, like I told, you know, in a previous interview, I had said, if I would have known that that's what I was coming into, I would not have signed up. I did not oh, sign wow. up to do exposure, but I would tell anybody straight up that I'm very aware that this is television. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, exposure was going to come with it, regardless of whether I was looking for love or not. It's right. So that was, but that wasn't the reason for me to sign up. I've been single for three and a half years. I put in the work to, you know, as an individual work on myself, you know, and I just felt like I was in a different space. It, even me coming on the show, I had seen people make the statements of like, oh, she's a mother of a two-year-old. And I'm like, wait, what? First of all, I have a whole village. Okay. Second of all, I can afford a nanny. Third of all, it's a balance. And my thing is, it's about making sure that I'm being with someone that's going to be worth my time. Because outside of me spending time with you, I can be spending my time in a way more valuable, you know, way with my child, with yes. my family, doing things that I love to do. And I just felt like, you know, me coming into this process, I didn't get that, but I had hoped for it. I did hope that I had meet, met someone that was yeah. a vetted individual because we are vetted, you know, what we do, our businesses, everything is looked through, you know, thoroughly mm-hmm. you know, looked through before we come onto the show. So in my mind, you know, dating in DC is very hard. You have a lot of people that they, they live a facade. They, you know, driving a $7,500,000 car, but they live in an apartment or, you know, they driving in a nice ass car, but you know, they living in a mama basement and that is no judgment to anybody. But to me, those are just things that I'm looking at in my partner when you're talking about coming together and building something or having marriage, a family, a brand, that sort, those are things that I am looking at, you know? And so I just felt like coming to that. That's what, what, that's what I was going to get. And that's not what I got at all. The vetting process, um, I've heard from different people. They wish it was better. Do you, I'm going to ask you because you're, you're an individual of your own, of course. How do you feel about that as far as the vetting process? I've heard that it's through social media. Do you think that they should change that up? Especially because I feel like the women come in looking for love. I'm not speaking for every woman, but I mean, as a general as a woman, how we are, um, that's the consensus I'm getting. And that the vetting process, they wish was better. And I want to get your opinion on that. I I definitely will speak on that. I think that, you know, going or searching for anybody on social media is sketchy. You know what I'm saying? Social media is sketchy. How many people make fake pages just to, you know, troll and bully on someone? So I just think, you know, to really find people that are really seeking love, I think it's best for them to come to you versus you going Mm. to look for them because it's an opportunity. It's like, oh, you're coming to me to be on TV. Oh, okay, yeah. Sure, I'll find love. And then once you filter through all of that, you find out that that person either already was married or had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, Mm. their intentions weren't pure. So I do think that it could be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more filtered and strategic for how they decide to get people on the show versus just kind of having any and everybody come on. Um, one of the questions I was going to ask you about is because I know you said the people told you about uh cast members once uh you got into the house, little rumors, tidbits, or whatever. Um, were you there? Um, when the Dakia and the situation happened with um Eric, were you there or did you come no, out? Okay. No, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Did they kind of give you a little I want to say download about it? I mean, because it seemed like there's such a sticky. And if the thing about it for you, it got to be hard because you weren't even there. But I know that a lot of people, it's kind of a, a, a line in the sand is drawn where certain people first certain way or whatever. 
And I just kind of wonder coming in new, um, how did you feel about it? How did you, did you not deal with it at all? Because it was like, Hey, I wasn't there or cause I'm pretty yeah. sure you heard something. I was a part of the cast. Um, I actually was there the day it happened, but I wasn't okay. there when that happened. Um, yeah, like I wasn't in the, the area. Um, and you know, when it comes to stuff like that, I don't particularly like to speak on things that I didn't see. Um, right. I'm, you know, I, I, when it came down to cast picking sides, I'm one of those people that I am my own individual. Mm -hmm. And unless something affects me directly or it goes against my values, my morals and my belief system, then I just kind of be like, that's not my business. You Got know, it. I might not agree with how things are handled, but to me, I feel like there's a level where adults are involved that mm. they can be a certain level of conversation. And if it can't, then we can move past it. Um, but, you know, I wish both parties the best. I have no problem with Eric. Me and him are still cool. And we do still follow each other. And we still talk. And I have no issue with Dakia either. You know, gotcha. I wish we both well. Um, as far as, let me see if I can say this. Coming in as the new girl. And just in general, when you are the new girl coming into anything, mm -hmm. was there any shade or a little bit of funny looks? I'm trying to be as cute as I can with this. Um <laughs> <laughs> about you coming in just being i'm just being real you're attractive and i'm not you know i'm very transparent you're attractive and you're new coming in and there was already some territories being you know established so i'm just it's mm -hmm. not human nature you coming into a situation where it's like okay i don't know her who is this and she wouldn't talk to my dude he's my dude. there was um a particular you know person that I feel like kind of made dating a little bit um, uncomfortable in the process and instead of just letting people, you know, let people just kind of figure out what works for them and just, you know, make a decision based off just being able to date anyone and saying, okay, this doesn't work. I do feel like there was some, you know, some bad juju or bad energy kind of put out amongst the group that just kind of made it a little bit of tension. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that also kind of went to, you know, me speaking on that. I felt like the process was toxic for me. Like I, there was no competition and that's not saying, I feel like every woman there was a badass beat. Right. Like hands down, I thought every woman on my cast, I, I feel like we represented it very well. When I showed up and I was like, yes, to the right. me, everybody, right. you know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like it needed to be competition. I feel like the guys, you know, represented well. And I just felt like if love is there, it it's there. You know, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so silly. I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at the comments, <laughs> particular person. Um, you know, but I just that wasn't my angle. You know, right. to come in there feeling like I had to compete with any woman there, and so to know that that was kind of the environment, it just made me kind of be like, I really don't want to be here. Like, I don't feel like the men mm. could really be themselves. You know, I don't feel like the you know I feel like the women were being themselves, but I just feel like. There was a particular person that just I felt like for me coming in last made it a little bit uncomfortable. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Now, I've said this before. This is previous to you that I feel like on every season they have uh, a favorite cast members. And sometimes with the favorite cast members, they get a little more just different things. I'll just say this that. Um, do you feel that's true? Or I, I kind of want to, I mean, I'm just, I, if you don't want to answer, I understand that. But, and, and I'm not saying no names or anything. I just feel like every season there is a favorite or two. And um, let me, so I won't necessarily, I can't speak, but I'm going to go off how I feel. Okay, go not ahead. based off any facts. And I'm just going right. to go off. I feel like there can be favoritism amongst the cast. 
I okay. feel like the favoritism goes by who's willing to do whatever. Mm. And, and that's just being honest. I feel like the more you're willing to do or to, you know, put up with stuff or to stay or to be competitive or make it to the end, I do feel like you're more favorite um, compared to you have me that's just like, F this, you know, I got my dignity. I'm good. It's not that serious where, you know, anything can happen. So, and to me, like I said, that's just my personal opinion. That's how I feel on it. Right. Um, when you was allegedly, they're not that they call it as ghosting, we look at the description, um, ghosting the producers, ghosting, did any of the cast members know what was going on? Was anybody you were close to that was like, you know, that they knew what was happening, but they weren't saying anything to respect your privacy? Um, some of the fellas knew that I was over the process, you know, they did because I had asked some of them to eliminate me and vote me off. And you oh, know, wow. I feel like men being men, I was eye candy. They wanted me there, whatever, mm. however, you know, and I could be wrong, but that's looking real like, though. But like mm. that's what it was. Um, but, you know, I asked the guys to eliminate me. I was like, in the first week. I was like, hey, y'all can put me in the bottom. And they was like, no, you know, we like wow. you. No, stay it out. Da, da, da. And then by that time, that's when I did start to like Demetrius. So um, that was just kind of how it happened, I guess. <laughs> A lot of people really dug into the episode about your ex. And I'm pretty sure you've gotten all kind of messages and all kind of things. Um, you know, people was like, why did you bring him on? And then I know that one of the cast members that, that's on my uh, on my panel was like, well, uh, they don't give you a lot of, I think it was Kyra, she's a whole lot of time. And then some people say no about coming onto the show as far as the ex or somebody in your past. That Not, not everybody going to want to say, yes, I'm going to come on the show. So you got to find who you find. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people was questioning, oh, well, he's from high school. And then um, the whole burn the phone or throwing the phone. And I, I remember I said to myself, if we as women actually set back all the things we've done to a dude in our life, I was like, I didn't think it was, to me, I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't done some things in my past. I know many girl women who've done things in their past way worse than that. And I was like, that's pretty small to me, but it got to be a really big thing online. Honestly, Kamisha, let me be real. I feel like that became such a big thing because there was nothing else to kind of jump on me about this season. Mm -hmm. I'm a beautiful woman. I handled myself very well. I articulate myself well. I showed up very fashionable. The men did like me. Like, I feel like there was True. nothing negative for, you know, one thing I've learned as a viewer, misery loves company. And I'm not calling everybody miserable, but I feel like there's a handful of people that they look to troll people. They look, you know, to sit there and dig up things to just try to bring them down. One thing about me is you can pull up all the dirt. I, I put my dirt out there on the table because I'm not ashamed of my past, you know? And so when it came to my ex, one, I've only had three serious relationships. He was the first because I would say he was like my first love. I bought him on because it was easy. He lives in the area. All my other okay. two exes live in Georgia. You know, I am in the DMV area and my other two exes, I, well, not my, I'm sorry, my daughter's father lives here. Um, my second ex lives in Georgia. I wouldn't know where to reach him, how to get in contact with him. I have no phone number, no email. We haven't spoken in 10 years, well, almost 10 years. Um, and then for my child's father, he's not going to come on this show considering, you know, one, how he's treated me, two, he lives a lie. You know, mm, so a lot of things. who's going to come on national television and bear their truth, you know, considering. 100%. You know, and that's what it was. But also I picked my ex, you know, because one, I knew that he's seen my growth. We are still friends. He's still, he's a family friend. Um, he's known me since, you know, middle school, beginning of high school. 
all the way up to now. He's seen my growth. And yeah, I threw a phone, you know, and that's why I spoke on it. First of all, I was very young and I was very immature and I definitely had healing. I had childhood issues. I had anger issues. There was so much, so many things that I have worked on myself since then that to even see people try to like hold me up and say, like, hold me to that standard and say, oh, she's throwing phones. She's like, if you are still trying to say that I'm acting like I was when I was 16, that that must mean that you're still acting like you were when you were 16. And that to me says a lot about you if you're trying to stamp me or hold me accountable for things that happened how many years ago? Like you should always be evolving and progressing in life. I am not the same woman I was yesterday, nor a week ago, nor a year ago. And if (laughs) anybody tries to say that, they don't know me. I love that. I love the response because how in the way you're going to try to compare somebody from because the stuff I did when I was 16, I know good and well. Look, y'all be talking about me like a dog. I did all kind of crap, especially when dudes were involved in just stupid stuff. You know, I mean, that's it, it, we 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 grow from just like you said. So I never understood a big deal to me. I I've talked about it here, and I said I don't get the big deal when women do all kind of stuff that's way beyond that, and y'all don't say anything. So I, mean, I, I was sixteen. You got women as in their forties and fifties doing slashing tires and breaking windows thanks. and sh- stalking and showing up and cursing. I don't do none of that. Anything of toxicity is not me. It is a waste of my energy. It's a waste of my time. And that is why I'm the walk away queen. I walk away from anything detrimental to my health, my sanity, my being, my family, my life, me. Like I put myself first. I love myself unconditionally. And Hmm. so that's why I am able to speak out strongly about, you know, walking away from anything that is not for your best, your best interest or your health. You know, I've learned from that so I can speak on it. I can be an advocate for it. Sorry about that. What what one thing I want to ask you? You said it was toxic. What about the? And I'm not asking you to, you know, but for you, what was so toxic about that environment? I think to just know how people in that age range were acting. Um, again, I tell people I don't know these people outside of this process. I can only judge them on this process. But to me, I think it still set the tone and said a lot about who they were in their character. Um, I also think that's it set the tone for me wanting to get to know them outside of this process because I'm looking at you like, well, if you'll lie or manipulate or do whatever, whatever in this process, who are you outside of this process? I did none of those things. I did not lie. I didn't manipulate. I wasn't telling people what things were said in the men's lounge or the women's lounge or anything. Like I stayed in my lane. I dated and I did it with integrity. And so I think it was very toxic to hear you know, the lies that were created or the rumors to me, a lot of it came from, you know, I felt like the men's side, you know, from the things I was hearing. Yeah. It was a lot of lies and drama or things. I think it was a lot, you know, men being men, things of ego to make it seem like, Oh, she likes me more. Oh, we have more of a connection. And even now the process is over. I'm still hearing stuff. And I'm just like, what me and this person even have a connection like that. Or, you know, so it, it is what it is, but I think to me that was the toxic part because that was everything that I didn't want, nor I had time to deal with, you know. And so to see that that's how people were moving, who I thought were going to be like big sisters, big brothers to me, even if it wasn't yeah. a love connection, mm-hmm. to see that that was the environment that they created and they felt so strongly being in that environment, that's when I felt like, you know what, let me remove myself because this is not what I'm about. This is not my energy. This is not my frequency. This is not how I move. And I had to leave. Who did you actually have connections with? I think there is a, a, a mix up with that, in your opinion, or period. Who did you have the connections with besides uh, Demetrius? Donovan. 
And, and that was it. Me and, Paul, me and Paul did have a connection maybe like the first week. So at the pool party, we had a really good talk um, way longer than, you know, us talking about like the whole age, my age thing. I think that was just kind of like a clip that they used to show why I'm okay. dating the older men in the season. Um, because of course me quitting, it kind of edited out a lot of me. Mm. Really, well, they had to still show me because I was at the pool party. I'm, you know, at this point, my name's being brought up, but they didn't want to show as much of me because they knew my story wasn't going to be, you know, I didn't make it to the end. So it wasn't, I'm not a huge factor in the story at this point. Um, but you know, me and Paul talked, some things happened and we just kind of grew apart and we knew that we were not for each other. Um, but I think me and Demetrius probably had the strongest connection out of all okay. the guys and then Donovan, but with Donovan, it just started to feel more of like a friendship. And it's okay. funny now watching the season, I do see like, you know, his connection with him and Sabrina him the Kia him and Carmen. And I can understand why he had a better connection with them. Like we had a connection, but to me, it was yeah. more like a big bro spiritual, like we was vibing, but it wasn't. I felt like a chemistry, like a physical. I got you. Like the organic chemistry. Um, yes. the, the, the scene where Paul mentions, because they mentioned you a few times. They mentioned you, Donovan mentions you in the date where you weren't there. No, you're not Donovan. I'm sorry, Paul. What he's like, I don't know where you are. Is that true thing? They were looking for you that they really did not know where you were? Or did that just, is that some part of the, just a, fluff to write it in there because you weren't there for that episode because you so know really no Cass did not know that I okay was yeah they did not know Cass had no idea so I told them I was actually on set <laughs> oh wow gotcha. I was there yeah I wasn't there the first day though um I was not able to make it I had business that was actually going on that I had to do and so I was going to come later that night the first day and I can make it so I ended up showing up the next day mm-hmm. and they had like a whole scene of Tina's not here. Where's Tina? Yeah. It was right upstairs. No one knew. Right. And that I think that was probably one of the situations where I was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm over it. Like I'm really at that point, I really had checked a hundred percent out. Right. And I was like, I'm done. Like these guys aren't worth it. The situation isn't worth it. I'm over it. Over Look at the, <laughs> the best friend day when he was like, did you eat? You was like, I already ate her. So I was like, I can't. Like, let me be, but let me let me be so real with you. That okay. date and my date with my ex did not go down like that at all. Mm. It did not. That was editing. Mm. It was editing. Um, mm. my date with so you just bought it up with Paul, um, not Paul, Sabrina, the, um, Phil. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Phil, um, and Donovan. That actually was a really good date. It all in okay. all, it was fun. It really mm-hmm. was. We were just bouncing off of each other. Um, I thought Sabrina looked beautiful. It felt like a double date. It felt like me and Phil were on a date and Donovan and Sabrina were on a date. And I think also in that moment, that's when I really opened my eyes to, because I didn't know Donovan and Sabrina had a connection like that until that date. Um, and to see, yeah, I didn't know. Because one thing, I wasn't asking who had a connection. Like, it's not my business. I was asking, who do you like? Who do you like? Who's you your were just partner? dating. I was. I didn't care. What was for me was for me. If a guy mm-hmm. told me he wasn't feeling me, I would respect it. You know, we're dating. It's a process. Um, and so in that moment, we were there for maybe like an hour, I believe. It was fun. It was cool. Not, all of that was all editing. Because y'all have to realize, you know, there's multiple cameras. They're catching you different angles. There's so much footage that when things, whatever happens, they have enough footage to be able to create any storyline that they want. And because I had quit, that was my last date. 
you know, so because I had quit, it was easy to tie in, you know, my ex sharing a story when we were 16, because in that moment with the date with my ex, he was telling, you know, telling my growth. He was like, yeah, Tina used to be this, you know, yeah, she used to have anger. She did it. But over the years, she's this, she's that. She's became a wonderful mom, business owner. Like he and that's why I picked him. He was the perfect person, ex or candidate to really know who I was from a child to who I am now at 32 years old, because we're still friends. We talk like once a month or every few weeks right. you know, to catch up. He was the perfect person to say, listen, I know who Tina is, who y'all seeing, who is right in front of you. This person who is showing up healed and da-da, this is who she really is. And that's exactly what he did. He broke me down. Now, edit it, you know, created a whole nother scenario because he did say like, yeah, she'll Cut your ass off. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> he will, you know, she will slice and dice it. And that's exactly, you know, and it's the truth. I will cut anybody, any person that we used to be friends. If I felt like they were not a genuine friend to me, right. or the shade was real or anything mm. that to me is not considered a friend, I will cut you off. Hard. It needs to be, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, we have to be like that. You said what to me is it, it to me? I think when people learn that it's okay to cut people off, that that's when a lot of people will be more happy. That's when they'll be at peace. Why are you at home stressing somebody that ain't stressing you? Why are you at home wondering why somebody ain't inviting you out? With like you learn, pick people that are picking you. If they ain't calling your phone, if they ain't asking you to hang out, if they ain't, they obviously ain't for you, and it's okay. Move on and it really is. It really that's is. You. That's when you elevate yourself, you elevate your energy to know that you deserve better. And that's when God will provide those people in your life. But we have to stop holding on to people that they don't matter. Or mm -hmm. we think that we get we get caught up in how long we've known people. We get caught up in the, the moments like we need to look at how those people are treating us and how they're making us feel. Uh, somebody has a question. Why were you upstairs? I guess when you said you were upstairs, I just I highlighted that question. Say, why were you upstairs? You said earlier you were oh oh I don't know I have no idea when I came yeah when I came they were like oh I'm gonna have you I went upstairs got my makeup done I waited I waited I waited uh, <laughs> I interesting. waited interesting she's not gonna answer that y'all uh that's interesting um hmm how did you handle no 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 me ask you this first now if your good Judy comes to you tomorrow I'm like girl they hit me up in my DM I want to go on the show what are you gonna say? Like your good, good, good. Your girl, like she's seen you on the show, she's seen your experience, she's whatever, has her own reservations, and she comes to you one day and says, I got a DM from them to do the show. What are you gonna say? Because that may that's happened to you before. I mean, I'm gonna ask her what's her reasons for going on the show, mm. you know, and I'm gonna keep it real and give her my experience on the show. And then I'm gonna okay. tell her do what she feels to do with it and make the best decision for her, you know. So I never tell anybody not to do anything because their path is their path. But all I can do is give you, you know, a signal or a member, you know, let me give you a little bit, tell, tell you what you, what are you getting, what, what are you, ex you know, getting yourself into? What are you signing up to? What to expect? Um, and then at that point, you know, your experience might not be like my experience. And I think that's another place that I speak from. Like, I'm not speaking from a, all my castmates or previous castmates or even castmates after me right. who have the experience that I had. I can only speak because I was a third curveball. I came in a month after everyone else. I was the last chick. Like my whole experience was different from 
everybody from every other season. So I just feel like I can only speak from my from my experience, you know. So teach it on. They say in the boy, chat. Hold on, they say in the chat that Judy Winslow you that they manipulated the scene because if you're saying that you were upstairs, um, they're pretty much saying that they he didn't want they didn't want him to have any options besides uh Sabrina. And now mm -hmm. I have said this myself, and this is just me speaking my opinion that I do believe that editing and narrating because sometimes like a scene is manipulated to us. I don't know how it looks to cast because it's you guys living this life on camera, even though they are editing and blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about that? Because every cast member has a different opinion about it. Um, Are you speaking from like being in the moment? Yeah. Just, the, I mean, because to, I mean, to be honest, and I don't think they realize it to fans and to other people, it does look like it's a manipulated scene because especially when you hear cast members say, well, that's not what I said completely. I said a little bit of that, but you didn't get the whole scene or whatever, you know, da da da. Editing, editing is real. Um, I tell anybody straight up, I I knew about editing before coming onto this show. Like, cause people were like, oh, you knew you were getting yourself into, you knew you were going on TV. Mm. Yes, I knew, I knew about editing. But let me be honest, I thought editing was like you have to shorten the scene. I didn't think that they created characters or that they created a narrative or that they can make you into be who they want you to be. Those are two different things when you're just prepared for editing. Um, and I think wow. people are not really aware of the lens that it can go when you know that you're just being open and vulnerable and my, yourself and you're sharing your strengths and your weaknesses because that's what you do when you're dating. You know, you really want to know what someone's about. And so in those moments, you're just talking and whatever, whatever. And the next thing you know, that one sentence is being edited and clipped in a total different scene. And you're like, wait, what? That, mm -hmm. I didn't say that right then. I said this right there. And, you know, so, I mean, I'm not mad at my editing. I don't feel like my editing was that bad. I, what was shown was said. It just wasn't shown how it was said in that sequence, you know, and right. making it seem like my ex just came on TV saying I'm throwing phones now. And 100%. You know, no. Or even me showing up to the date with Donovan. Yeah, they had to make it seem like I was checked out because mentally, physically, spiritually, I was checked out of the whole season and process at that date by that time. So the editing is, is real. It tells a story, but it's just how it's edited to viewers where it can really make something seem like what it isn't. See, this is the thing. The thing about it. That's what I was saying about that scene because you said you had a great time on the scene, but when we look at it, it looks like you're not there. Like when he yeah. asked that, that one question about did you eat already, ate already, and it may have been just a casual conversation, but they had the little behind it and everything, where it's like, duh, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like something to make it seem like me and Sabrina were like we're gonna have an issue being on the date with each other because even when they show the clip of Sabrina and it's like oh what is she doing here da, 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 da. I mean maybe Sabrina did say I don't know me and Sabrina don't have a relationship so I don't know how she was feeling about me at that point but um I do feel like that might have even been exaggerated to make it seem like there was an issue because she never showed me any type of animosity attitude rolling the eyes or anything when we were around each other so even when I saw that clip I was just kind of like I don't know. Maybe she did feel some way. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. Um, network. Uh, the sh okay. Like, well, I've heard about not, you know, well, you weren't there in the beginning about the food thing, but I've heard that's a consistent thing about not eating, have plenty of liquor. 
if you were able, if they came to you guys as cast members, like what what would we do? What would we be able to do differently to make this better? Where maybe a cast member would not want to self eliminate, or may want to take this process seriously or stay longer, whatever. What suggestions would you? Because you've been through it, even though you came mm -hmm. in late, you still went through it, and you ended up leaving because of the, the toxicity of it all. So, what would you suggest to them if they would actually ask you guys? Honestly, I don't have no suggestions because they're not going to do it. So, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, it doesn't really, you know, matter what I say or what any of us say because their job is to make sure that they create entertainment. I understand that. But at the same time, to me, you guys are the meat and potatoes of that machine. And to me, you guys should be... <laughs> I don't know. The front runner, yes, should be made happy at least, at least fed. I mean, right. Kamisha, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, but I just honest, I don't think they care because people are still gonna sign up to do the process. People are still gonna watch the process. No matter how we say, you know, our side or tell the truth or talk about editing or whatever, whatever, you still have viewers that they do not care. They believe what they want to believe. They, you know, get these perceptions from watching, you know, the show and that's what they want to keep in their head, you know, and I think it's more energy with I posted the other day about toxicity. It's better to leave a toxic situation because it will change you before you change it. Mm, so, you know, and, and so that's just really how I feel. I mean, some environments you just can't change just big fish, little fish, you know, yes. little fish, you know, big fish don't give a dang about the little small fish. They eat you up. So. Yeah. 100%. You know, I just, you know, if it's a successful show, let it keep doing its thing. You know, it's nothing that I can say because it ain't going to matter. Hey, Jay. He says you are great. Uh, you are hey, super dope. Hey, hey, super dope. Um, I want to ask you this. Now, bloggers and Ready to Love fans, they go hard in the paint. How <laughs> 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 in the world <laughs> did you? Because everybody talked to you and said they didn't know how deep it gets with the with the fan base and the bloggers and how it's such a thing. Um, did you know about it before uh, coming in or did you find out about it like everybody else? Like, oh, wow, I didn't know it was like that. The fans, the viewers. Fans and the wow. bloggers. I was prepared for them, boy. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Ooh, I was Listen, I told you, I was a viewer first, all right? Listen, I loved me some Ready to Love for coming on here. So I was in some of those groups too. And I see how, like, I used to go hard for some of the cast. Like, what is it, Vern? First of all, that's like, she don't know me, but that's low-key, like, my Aquarian twin sister. Like, I just right. loved her on, on that season. And I remember in one of the groups, they were, like, going in. And I would be like, like, you know, I'm right. going defense. And so it's dope to see that there are viewers like that for me. That yes. used to be going hard yes. for me, like, I don't know her. Da -da -da -da. Um, and so I think I was mentally prepared. I don't get caught up in what people think about me, you know, okay. or whatever, whatever, because they don't know me. I look at it as either mm -hmm. if you want to get to know me, you're gonna you're gonna try. You'll ask the questions. You can ask me anything and I will answer. I might not give you the answer you want to hear. Right. But I answer it, you know, but to me, that's just, you have to take the time. If you just want to believe what you see, then I'm okay with that as well. You ain't meant to be around me. Period. Period. Okay. So after it, this is, this is over with for you and your next chapter of your life has begun already. This is our pre-recording all this. Mm -hmm. I know your podcast is doing great. And I wanted to talk more about that. Did your podcast get started because of the show? I know the title Walkaway Queen and all of that is tied in a little bit. I want to hear about that a little bit. 
You know, it's crazy. I've been talking about starting either a podcast or YouTube with the same concept since I left my daughter's father. Um, mm. And that, you know, I just been talking about it, but I knew living in my truth and really speaking about certain things was really going to take strength. Um, you know, I have him always because my child's father is a narcissist. So he's always threatening me and trying to say he got his power moves and da, da, da. And it just really took me again to the place where it was like, you know what? Do what you need to do. But I'm not to do me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so now I'm just really in a place where I don't mind speaking about the things that I went through, even with him, you know, and my child's father, because that right there is just a story in itself where I have so many trials and tribulations that I can speak wow. out. Where I'm like, know your worth. Like if I can help one person to get out of a toxic relationship or to know those red flags, I'm all for speaking out about it. Like I, I have no regrets of the things that I've been through. Um, and so to know that I can help someone that might be going through it right now or been through it and they're afraid to speak out about it or even other things outside of my last relationship. There's so much that I've learned about myself in my 32 years of life, even from a little girl to who I am now that I want to speak out on. And I feel like we are just in a place where people just need to learn to love on themselves and pick themselves first. And I feel like I'm the perfect example of that, you know? Make sure you guys, Demita, my moderator right now, is posting the podcast throughout the chat. Thanks, um, Demita. She's, she's such a good moderator. And she's also a content creator as well. She's one of my mentees also. Shout out to my mentees in the chat. Um, she is posting your um, all your links, actually. So you guys go check out her podcast. So from your podcast, um, I know that you're going to be pouring more yourself into um, everything now that this is all over with. You have probably more things going on besides Ready to Love. What else is coming up for Tina? Ooh, so I'm actually jumping into IT. I'm becoming a software developer. Oh, wow. Yes, I am. Big things popping. Um, you know, so that's on my list. I'm actually in the process of working on a nonprofit as well. So I have a few things up my sleeves. I want to say just keep an eye out on me. My main thing is just really helping other people heal. You know, that's I love doing that, even if it's just talking to people. So I really want to focus on my podcast. Um, and then my nonprofit will be helping people as well. So if anybody's just interested in my journey and, you know, things that I have going on, please follow me. I'll follow you back or, you know, hit me up. I would love to talk to you. If you have a story that you want to share, you've walked away from a situation, a relationship, family, friends, anything you've been through, anything. I would love for you guys to come on my podcast. Um, please reach out to me. You can contact me on Instagram or you can email me at the walkawayqueen at gmail.com. I would love to have people come on and, you know, just share. I'll come on there. I will come on there. So serious. I will. I said, think about it. I've been, I love to go on stuff like that. I have my own pocket. So I, I love it. So I will go on there and talk. I'll ask, I'll answer anything. It's a look. Period. No hope. <laughs> so we, we already got some things coming up our sleeves anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be on the, hey guys, for the Miami Ready to Love, she is going to grace our presence on the panel. I'm super excited because Miami will be juicy. And it she's going to be on here giving her commentary. You know, she's straight up, so she's going to be adding <laughs> addition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, you know, but I, the realist is always in me. I can, I gotta always be real, but I can always be graceful, you know. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, follow her IG as well. Um, let me see one, one more question I have to ask you Has this what? changed? Has this changed how you date now? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Well, my perception of dating had already changed based off my experience with my child's father. So, even okay. coming into Ready to Love, I was already like trying to be discerning. Um, but seeing how people 
like it really taught me a lot about people. Like you think you know people, but then when you're putting a, a whole environment and you see how people move, it really lets me just be like people can be very conniving and very, you know, what's the word? I don't want to say evil, but okay. you know, yeah. Somebody said it's gonna be a mess, but I'm watching. Oh, you know it's gonna be a mess, but we all gonna be watching that. <laughs> okay, okay, I said one more question. I'm so sorry. My last question Are you single? Are you? My last I am question. very really single. Yes, I am single. I'm not, I mean, I won't say I'm, I'm not dating, you know, I'm just doing me. I'm just waiting mm -hmm. for God to send the right person, you know, and I feel like that person is going to match me mentally, physically, spiritually. I think that person is going to really ask the why are you like this or who are you and, you know, what do you want to be or what are you trying to accomplish? I think those are very important questions for just someone that wants to be around me versus them just trying to figure it out, you know, and trying to assume that they know who I am based off what they see or social media or anything of that case. You know, so I'm not pressed to be with anybody. I'm dating myself. It's fun. <laughs> uh, are you friends with anybody from the show? Not from my season, no. I have, okay, I'm lying. From my season, I'm actually, I'm still okay with Eric. We talk here and there. Um, me and Tori. Um, Donovan, Carmen is cool. Donovan and Carmen are cool. I speak to them here and there. And okay. that's it. I'm actually more cool with last season's cast than I am my season's cast. And that's normally how it goes, unfortunately. Now, I want to say a shout out to one of my mentees in the chat. Birthday is today. Confessions of Reality Queen. Birthday is today. Happy birthday. So, guys, please say happy birthday. Throw it in the chat. Birthday bubbles. What I mean, the balloons, whatever, y'all, please give her a shout out on her Instagram. But I want to say thank you again for coming on. This was everything. I enjoyed this interview. See, the interview for me where it's like I could just talk. Because she was like that anyway. It's literally how she is is how she is. So That's you like can have, <laughs> yes, you can have a conversation with her. It's it's everything. So this was, I'm, I really want to be my, my favorite. I have more than one. But maybe my same thing to me behind the scenes. But this would be one of my favorite interviews. I really had a good time. Somebody said, okay, Monique, okay, Monique wants Tori's number. <laughs> Listen, I don't give people numbers out. I gotta hit them up and ask them if I can give it out first. But I got you, girl. I got you. I, I oh, text you for you, okay? Oh my god! All right, guys. Look, all her, her links are. I'm sorry, I can't stutter. All her links are in the description, and they've been dropping throughout the chat. Make sure you guys go check out her podcast and both her Instagrams uh, and everything. I have her link tree also in the description as well. Go check out all her links. And she'll be here next uh, season for Miami. You know, I will promote anything um, that Ready to Love cast do, even after the fact. So I'll be posting anything she's got going on. And yes, people in the chat are saying thank you. They loved you. They loved thank you. Thank you, guys. I, I want to thank interview. everybody for tuning in. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for wanting to know my side of the story. Kamisha, thank you so much. You actually were the, the blogger who knew the hell I was before Curveballs was even out, girl. Like, she be dropping the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, hold on, let me get my tea. See, it's all season, all season. You've been knowing stuff, and I'm just like, yo, like, you really are one of the, <laughs> the best YouTubers for knowing stuff before it comes out. <laughs> you, really are, you 
I don't know who your who your who your who your spy is, but listen, keep them close to you, girl. Yes. <laughs> also, too, guys, pour, uh, let's pour a little drink out for everybody. We're about to get out of here. Record a drink of wine before you go. And again, thank you so much, Tina, for coming on. Again, guys, you guys have a great, yeah. great day. And y'all know how I end all of my lives with the set. Wait a minute, what's my thing? I'm sorry, I can't find my. Where's my end? Where's my end? Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> Lord Jesus. All right, y'all. I'm gone. Bye.